الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يوم يعض الظالم على يديه يقول يا ليتني اتخذت مع الرسول سبيلا يا ويلتا ليتني لم أتخذ فلانا خليلا وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم المرء على دين خليله فلينظر أحدكم من يخالل أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم Most respected on the mic, Ram, brothers and elders. Life in this dunya is very, very temporary. And this is a reality that everyone accepts, but most forget about. Nobody ever denies this reality. And nobody can ever deny it. That life in this dunya is temporary. Nobody has lived forever. And nobody will live forever. But at the same time, this is a reality that often is so far back in the mind that it is like not there. And as a result, we become neglectful of things that are extremely important to us and which are crucial for our safe passage into the Akhirat. In order to reach the Akhirat safely, to reach Jannat safely, to be saved from all the problems and difficulties that can come in the way, whether it is in the way while we are in dunya, whether it is in the cover, whether it is on the day of Qiyamah, to be saved from all the trials and tribulations, all the difficulties that could come in the way. The essential aspect is Iman, without which there can be no salvation. Person who leaves the dunya without Iman is doomed to eternal destruction. Together with Iman, what is also extremely necessary for the direct entry to Jannat is A'mal-e-Salihah. The Qur'an Sharif in numerous places Allah Ta'ala has highlighted both aspects side by side. وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِنَ الصَّالِحَاتِ مِنْ ذَكَرٍ أَوْ أُنْثَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ فَلَنُحْيَنَّهُ حَيَاةً طَيِّبًا For that good life in this dunya already, Allah Ta'ala says, the one who does righteous actions, أَعْمَالِ صَالِحَةً Whether male or female, but وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٍ With Iman. He has Iman, but Iman alone is not going to give him that immediate safety and security from all the difficulties but together with Iman, amal salihah Yes, his Iman will one day certainly take him to Jannah. But he wants that good life in dunya, in Iman and amal salihah Repeatedly in the Qur'an Sharif is Iman and amal salihah Righteous actions. What does this righteous actions mean? This is a very comprehensive word, righteous actions. It's a whole terminology. But it includes everything about deen. It includes a person's faraiz, his five times salah, his fasting in the month of Ramadan, his zakat, his hajj, if it's compulsory upon him. It includes the aspect of being a person with good akhlaq, dealing correctly. 
interacting socially in the correct manner, not harming anybody, not committing any injustice, not indulging in all the various sins that Allah Ta'ala has forbidden. So all this is part of amal saliha So this is the ticket, direct ticket to Jannat, Iman and amal saliha And not only that it will take him directly to Jannat, but the promise of Allah Ta'ala is, وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ مِنَ الصَّالِحَاتِ مِنْ ذَكَرِنَ وَأُنْسَى وَهُوَ مُؤْمِنٌ فَلَنُحْيِيَنَّهُ حَيَاةً طَيِّبًا That with this Iman and amal saliha he will also have a good life in dunya. A good life doesn't mean that he will necessarily be in the lap of every comfort and luxury. Rasulullah left this dunya in the condition that his armor was pawned in order to take some grain on loan. So it was pawned as a guarantee. And until the time Rasulullah left this dunya, there wasn't sufficient funds to release that armor. So this was the way in which Nabi Islam left this dunya. And on the night that Nabi Islam left this dunya, Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha had to borrow some oil from the neighbor to light the lamp in the house of Rasulullah. So if poverty was a sign of, or was a basis and a yardstick of being unsuccessful, then Nabi Islam would have been the wealthiest person. Because Allah Ta'ala never left him unsuccessful at any level. Rather, he was the most successful in every respect. So wealth and comforts and luxuries is neither a basis for success or lack of success. That is a na'mat of Allah Ta'ala, but it doesn't necessarily mean that a person with it is successful or a person without it is unsuccessful. Success is based on iman and amal salihah. So Rasulullah his life is already a clear example in this, that success, this is not the yardstick. If it's there also, it's fine. And if it's not there also, it's fine, provided a person is on the commands of Allah wa ta'ala, the way of Rasulullah So this is nevertheless the ticket to Jannat, Iman and Amal Saliha. And it is the ticket to a good life in dunya, a life where this heart is content. This heart is at peace. This heart is tranquil. So now this is the ticket to directly enter Jannat. But like in other things in dunya, obstacles come in the way. A person has intended to do something, something else becomes obstacle. Likewise in the path of Iman and Amal Saliha, which is now the vehicle that is to take a person directly to Jannat. Things become obstacles. Many different things become obstacles. And one of the most serious obstacles, one of the things that become the greatest challenge for a person, and become an obstacle in fulfilling this amal saliha, is the environment that a person finds himself in. Is the environment that a person puts himself into. This becomes an obstacle in his amal saliha, it sometimes becomes an obstacle in his iman itself. In the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala mentions one incident, just to deal with the gist of it. One person was very influential, etc. And he became inclined towards iman. He had already basically intended to now accept Islam. Rasulullah had given him the dawah, and he was now already 
very much inclined, wanting to now take the step forward. But at that time, his friend Umayyah bin Khalaf came to know about it. So he came rushing, and he, in various ways, made him feel very, very uh, small, so to say, that you want to become a Muslim, you want to accept Iman, and are you running short of something? Maybe you must make a collection for you and give you something, and all kinds of things to now demotivate him from that step that he wanted to take, that correct step ahead, and to become an obstacle in his path of Iman. This person accepted that uh, influence, he came under that influence, and as a result he turned away from that intention that he had already made, and he left this dunya without Iman. It was on this occasion that this ayat was revealed, but this is not confined to that obviously, this is a principle. Allah Ta'ala says, يَوْمَ يَعَدُّ الظَّالِمُ عَلَى يَدَيْهِ The day of Qiyamah would come, this zalim and this person who oppressed himself, he will bite and chew his hand. This is a figure of expression to show extreme sorrow. And it may even physically happen. That out of that frustration and that sorrow of having done something so foolish, so destructive, he will now chew on his own hands. Why didn't I follow the Rasul of Allah Ta'ala? And Ya Laytani Lam Fulanan Khalila. How I wish I hadn't befriended so and so. After I was already on the step of guidance, this person came and misguided me. He told me that the ticket is for free to go to that place of haram. So why do you come along? I'll pay you. I'll pay for you, it's not for free. He offered me a lift. To go to the wife's dens. He came and offered to share something. Share something haram with me. He said, no, don't worry. We'll have a good time now. We'll have some fun now. Later on we'll make tawbah. I had heard something in some talk of deen. I had perhaps uh, read something which inspired me. And this already, this uh, good feeling was in my heart. That I want to become somebody righteous. I want to become somebody... Obedient to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. I was already making tawbah. And they came this person. And he gave me all these fancy stories. And I got caught up in his ideas and influence. لَقَدْ أَضَلَّنِي عَنِ الذِّكْرِ بَعْدَ إِذْ جَاءَنِي وَكَانَ الشَّيْطَانُ لِلْإِنسَانِ خَذُونَ And shaitan will forever desert a person. Whether that shaitan is shayateen ul jinn. Whether it is a shaitan that is part of the jinn. Or the shayateen ul ins. Whether that shaitan is in human form. He will come and give us all the kinds of assurances. Don't worry, I stand with you. Let's do whatever we dream. Let's go to a certain place. I will be with you. But when the trouble comes, whether the trouble comes in dunya already, let alone akhirat, he will do nothing for anybody. But even in dunya, that shaitan doesn't stand alongside a person. Then he deserves him. You worry about your problem, I'll worry about mine. Allah Ta'ala has spelled all this out for us in the Quran Sharif. The biggest obstacle that comes in a person's path of Iman and Amal Saliha. And this Iman and Amal Saliha is his ticket to Jannah. But the biggest obstacle that comes among many of the obstacles, among the biggest obstacles is his environment. Is the company a person keeps. That company will either take him forward towards righteousness, or that company will completely deviate him, take him towards sin and vice, cause his destruction in dunya, and Allah forbid cause eternal destruction in the akhirat as well. 
So this is a very, very crucial thing, the aspect of environment. The aspect of what company a person keeps. Can we imagine that Rasulullah is being instructed? Now, Nabi is the Nabi of the Ummah. And everybody else is his follower. The entire Ummah are his followers. But among his Ummah, Allah Ta'ala had blessed the Sahaba Kiram. Nabi is being commanded. This command is more a lesson for his Ummah. That if Allah's Nabi is being commanded, how does this apply to you? How much more? وَاصْبِرْ نَفْسَكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَدَاتِ وَالْعَشِيِّ يُرِيدُونَ وَجْهَةِ وَلَا تَعْدُ عَيْنَاكَ عَنْهُمْ That you remain firmly with those وَاصْبِرْ نَفْسَكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ Who are calling unto Allah Taala morning and evening, sincerely. And don't ever turn your attention away from them. You be with them. Mufassirin explained that this group of Sahaba that they are now engaged in the ibadat of Allah Taala, in the remembrance of Allah Taala, calling unto Allah Taala. Nabi Sallallahu is saying, "You remain with them." Nabi Sallallahu is being told, "You remain with them." Allah, Nabi Sallallahu was actually being sent to them, not for him to benefit, that you pass on your benefit further to them. They deserve it more. So you be with them. They are deserving of attracting this best of companionship. But in that lesson is also the lesson that Nabi Islam is being told, you remain with them. Which shows that this good company, how important this is. And company becomes a person's environment. The environment is what we make of it. We complain about the environment, we say times are bad, and things are bad, and the environment is very negative. Environment is what we make of it. And if we are a pers- person puts himself in a positive environment, a good environment, then the obstacles from amal saliha disappear. And a person puts himself in a negative environment that will become the biggest obstacle towards amal saliha And this is his ticket to Jannah. A person is in the masjid. So now if he came in the masjid, he just came for salah. But he came in the masjid and now suddenly there was one announcement, some elan, that there will be some talk of deen. He was free, he didn't have any occupation, anything to rush to. Something comes in his heart, okay, let me be part of it. Let me join him, let me sit, listen something, I'll benefit something. Why? Because he was already in an environment where the environment is conducive to doing something good. But now he's sitting somewhere at a sports ground, in the midst of some match, and somebody says, let's sit down and make some talim. He'll feel very, very uneasy about this announcement. This person here in this place is talking something like this. He's gone to some fair. All kinds of things happening in the fair. Whether it's happening in the name of Islam or whatever. But the environment there is such that somebody feel inspired, feel uh, motivated to now take the tasbih and make the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. In that environment that somebody feel, I didn't make my tilawat of the Quran Sharif today, let me make the tilawat let me go home and make some tilawat at least. Rather that what he was inclined towards, that good, that too suddenly starts just disappearing from his heart. Why? The environment. And this is the reason why Rasulullah has spelled out to us, أَحَبُّ الْبِلَادِ إِلَى اللَّهِ مَسَاجِدُهَا وَأَبْغَضُ الْبِلَادِ إِلَى اللَّهِ أَسْوَاقُهَا The most beloved of all places to Allah Ta'ala on earth are the masjids. Masjid is the house of Allah Ta'ala obviously. And then the environment of the masjid is conducive to the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. 
person is in the masjid, he came for some work, he came for some other purpose. He just came, maybe he came to fix up something. But the azan goes, even if he was somebody who doesn't normally perform his salah, but he is in the masjid, and the azan went, he's going to leave whatever work he came for, he's going to perform his salah. He came into the masjid just merely to call somebody, because that person was sitting in the masjid. Now suddenly he's already salah time. He's going to find it impossible to leave the masjid without making his salah. Azan is already called out, he'll make his salah and go. Merely coming in the masjid became the means of his performing his salah, though he came to the masjid without that intention also. Ahabbul biladi ilallahi masajiduha. The masjid is the most beloved of all places to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. And the opposite to it, وَأَبْغَضُوا الْبِلَادِ إِلَى اللَّهِ أَسْوَاقُهَا The most detested of places to Allah Ta'ala are the marketplaces, the bazaars, the fairs. The most detested. Now somebody will say, but I have to go to my shop. I have to go to the business to do my work. I have to go and buy my necessities. The most detested, like how talaq. Talaq is the most detested thing of Allah Ta'ala wa ta'ala, of all the permissible things. أَبْغَضُوا الْحَلَالِ إِلَى اللَّهِ The most Detested of anything that is permissible. Where it is a very last resort. Everything else has failed. Now that talaq out of sheer necessity. That will have to be issued now. Because now everything failed. And it is out like the gangrene on the leg. It is not going to be amputated. The whole body will now rot. So now to save the body only at that instance now comes the point of talaq. The point of amputation. So it's permissible. But it is done with a very heavy heart. In that instance it will be done. Where everything has, has failed, but with a very heavy heart. Person will be trembling because the Arsh of Allah Ta'ala trembles. But now out of sheer necessity it will have to happen. As a last resort. This is the same message that is being given here. That out of sheer necessity, the most detested of all permissible places to go to. That way is impermissible that is out of the question. That is completely beyond detestability. Where it is permissible to go out of all those places, the most detested to Allah Ta'ala is the marketplace. Now one is out of necessity a person goes. But nowadays the marketplace has become an entertainment place. So now that's not just marketplace. person is going for entertainment. But what happens in that place? What happens as a result of that environment? How much of Iman gets boosted in that environment? How much more inclined towards Amal Salih a person gets in that environment? Nothing. It goes in the opposite direction. And many a person who, mashallah, was very constant with his ibadah, constant with his tilawat, etc. After a short while in these environments, suddenly the eyes that were always under control are slipping badly. Suddenly the ears that were not accustomed to listening to music wants to listen to the music again. Because it got caught up in that environment. And that music was in the ears. And all other kinds of things start taking root again. Now we are heading towards that type of the, that time of the year where the environment beckons from every direction. All kinds of environments of vice, environments where outwardly there's a lot of fun. But these environments are severe pollution for one's iman, for amal saliha. So this is a time to become very, very conscious. The time to become very alert. We are living in a country where a person takes security measures beyond what is sometimes reasonable also. He's got everything secured, 
And then the best alarm system on top of it. And on top of that there's an armed guard. And then there's a neighborhood watch. And there's so many things. Why? Because the danger is so much. Because of the risk. Because of the crime. So now he takes so many steps to secure himself. Secure what? Secure his life. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has made this also our need that we look after ourselves, look after our families, secure his dunya, that too he should look after. But for our dunya, there's so much more effort that is made, so many more steps to take to secure the dunya. The slightest risk and a person wants to take more security levels. And Allah forbid, then he goes even into haram. In order to so-called secure himself, he'll go into insurance and pay interest, etc. To secure his dunya. Now he's doing haram also. And how different the situation becomes, that when the risk to his imam becomes greater, when the risk to his deen becomes more severe, because the environment is now so much more filled with vice and sin, he starts dropping all his security. Can you imagine a person, because he's going to a more dangerous place, he says, no, I'm not even going to uh, carry any weapon with me, I'm not going to take anybody to help, I'm going to be exposing all my wealth also and walk around. See, something is wrong with this person. When it comes to his dunya, he takes more steps to secure himself. When it comes to deen, when the risk is higher, he becomes more lax. Now it comes December time, he feels, well, I was taking tilawat the whole year now, December time is holiday now. If I miss my tilawat for a few days, we come on holiday now. So on holiday is fine now. Holiday from Deen also. I was making my zikr and tasbihat daily now on holiday. And forget tasbihat and tilawat, the person was making his salah with jama'ah all the time. He was not missing any salah. Now he's on holiday, he starts missing his salah also. Now it is like a person leaving all his security, throwing the burglar guards out, dismissing the guard, leaving the doors wide open, and exposing everything, that anything, anybody wants to come, all are free to come. What will be their result? Unfortunately, this is how we become, when it comes to our Iman and Deen, that to the, in the time when we should be actually increasing the security, a person was making tilawat of half a para daily, he was making one para now. person was not making any zikr daily, he should be making a lot of zikr. Because that is the protection. That is the the security that Allah Ta'ala is providing for him. A person should now make more efforts to be in the right environments. In the environments of Iman and Amal. But unfortunately, come this time of the year, then the person, mashallah, that Islamic garb that he used to normally wear, that too is a security because it resembles the sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That too has its benefit of protecting him from many things. Now it's holiday time. He needs to go to here, there and everywhere. So even that security also is left behind. Many times that becomes a barrier from many wrongs. How, how can I go to such a venue in this attire? I can't do it. That attire becomes the barrier from wrong. Now come the time of holiday time, a person removes that security also. Which he normally was always upholding that attire of resembling the sunnah. Now he also wants to dress in some other way. So that also now that he can be part of the crowd. Now a person who is sitting in that crowded beach at that time, for that half an hour, for that one hour, sitting in the middle of those naked hordes, can he leave that place with his iman in the same level that he went in there? 
would he come out from there in a way that he would be inclined to salah? That is salah time, now let me go perform my salah. He would be inclined to now take his phone and watch every film. And this has happened, this is not just a theory, it's not just something hypothetical. How many a person says, I went to some place out of the blue, I didn't even intend being there, half an hour later I came out and I did every haram that I didn't do for years. That environment melted away all that security, whatever he had, and in no time he was now inclined to every haram. But shaitan, nafs, makes a person feel lulled, that don't worry, this is just a fun time, later on everything will come right. Allah forbid that later on doesn't come. So when this time of the year comes, it is not a time to become very lax, now holiday, so holiday, this is now time to just take things easy, take things easy meaning easy in being also, drop our guard, become very very uh, casual about things, no, this is a time to become even more serious about our deen. To take even more steps to protect ourselves, protect our families. Many a times, it's holiday time, so now everybody is all in holiday mode and holiday mood, and as a result, everybody is holidaying together, and in the interim, nobody wants to spoil anybody else's fun. Even the children's fun mustn't get spoiled in any way. Everybody is free to do as they wish. So everybody is doing as they wish. By the time the holiday is over, what not has happened? How many people's izzat has gone down the drain? How many people's shame and modesty has been totally ruined? And what not has happened? So this is a time to become very, very concerned, very uh, alert about the dangers and that lurk around us. It is a time to make sabr. Rasulullah is being commanded by Allah wa ta'ala, وَصْبِرْ نَفْسَكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ يَدْعُونَ رَبَّهُمْ بِالْغَدَاتِ وَالْعَشِيِّ وَصْبِرْ Again, Nabi Islam is being commanded, the lesson is for us. Nabi Islam is being told, patiently remain in that gathering. Be patient and remain patiently in that gathering with the Sahaba. Nabi Islam didn't need that. He already had it. He is being commanded, he is being addressed to give his Ummah a lesson. That if Allah's Nabi Islam is being commanded with this sabr, you remain patiently. You'll see a lot of things happening. You'll see many people going all over the place. Your heart will be tugging also to go. You will also be very much inclined to go to all these kind of areas and places and fairs and whatever else. And to be part of all the hordes all over the place. Wasbir nafsak. You patiently keep yourself in the right environment. Patiently keep yourself confined to the environments that are conducive to iman and amal salihah. And this is a very short moment will pass. It is like that wave. For a moment it comes, a person sees it like a huge wave, but then it's gone. But if a person doesn't remain firm in that one moment, he'll get carried away by the wave. And in that one moment he lost everything. But if he just remains steadfast, let it pass by. People are going, they'll go and come. Allah Ta'ala has given me my iman, given me amal salihah, given me the company of the pious, has given me the companionship of the Qur'an Sharif, of the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, I don't need to get myself into all these dangers. I need to protect my iman and amal. That moment will pass and we will not be regretting thereafter. That what did I do and why did I go to certain places and why did I get myself caught up in all these vices and sins? Then that person will be smiling. Let alone smiling in dunya. Dunya is a very temporary place. We started off at this note right at the beginning. We all are heading towards akhirat. 
And the one that stays fast is through Jannat. That stays fast is through Qabr. Through the day of Qiyamah. That is a person that will be smiling on that day. He will not be in regret. Ya laytani lam attakhiz fulanan khalila. How I wish I didn't follow that friend of mine. I didn't make him a friend. And now I'm landed in this trouble and problem. Laqad adallani ani dhikri ba'da izja'ani. Wa kana shaytanu lil-insani khazuna. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Give us a tawfiq. Allah ta'ala protect our iman, our amal. Keep us safe from every kind of harm of dunya and akhirat. And most of all, Allah ta'ala, keep our iman with... Keep us with Iman and take us with Iman and raise us on the day of Qiyamah with Iman. 